All right. What's going on, gang? WineCellarMedia.com. Black women in hip hop history. I think I made a hashtag B-W-I-H-H-H. All right. Black women in hip hop history. And I figured out how I want to play this the rest of the way through the month of February because it's already um, January 28th, uh, 4.33 a.m. right now as I'm recording this. And uh, it's for Debrat. All right. To be to the R18, you know, um, <laughs> the brat to tat tat. All right. Black women in hip hop history. And um, there's gossipy shit. Um, interesting career uh, front to back. Uh, fucking dope flows like one of the rappingest niggas like the way the brat delivers it sounds almost like when you hear you're like that's what rap is supposed to sound like when it hits your head you're like oh, that, that that's how you do it you know you check somebody else out you'd be like maybe you should see what the brat's doing did you try try some of that that would be dope all right but uh the way i want to do the black women in hip-hop history going forward through february is um doing regular wine cellar news and then having black women in hip hop history segments and, um, doing them all live and, uh, and having phone lines open. And that's how I want to rock those. Whenever I do black women in hip hop history, want to, uh, make a meme or something and, uh, spread it through our social media pages with the date and time that will be live. And I think that would be fresh. All right. So, um, Let's take a little glancy poo over here at the uh, the brat of sorts. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, the general basic stuff that's out there is um, uh, the, her name is uh, Shante Harris, 1974, out of Joliet, Illinois, but raised out of uh, West Side Chicago because her parents had joint custody when she was growing up. Right. And. um so she uh she 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 uh she gets her little her her education on she uh she goes to church four times a fucking week you know a black early gen xer life one could say a kind of later gen xer i think the brat was 20 when she dropped 19 20 years old uh, you know gen, gen x life because gen x is they're they're that one step from boomer right they're a little older than us they still followed some rules that millennials a lot of us, you know, I'm just saying a lot of us, like I did a study or something, <laughs> right? From my anecdotal evidence, you know, we don't, we don't feel like it. We're not doing that. But the brat has some old school in her, right? So, um, so the brat, uh, uh, first won a prize at a local rap contest. But this is the thing that's different from little shit like we were doing this. The brat won one that was sponsored by Yo MTV Raps. All right. And there met up with uh with Criss Cross because why wouldn't they be there? It's sponsored by Yo MTV Raps. Of course you'd have bigger names there. And um and this was ninety two Criss Cross was just fresh in, right? They're still fucking what, twelve and thirteen. They don't drop their second album until they're what, like thirteen, fourteen, or fourteen and fifteen, maybe? I think fourteen and fifteen. So I think that one dropped in ninety four. Yeah. Yeah, the bomb album. I think that's a nineteen ninety four album. And um, and so they uh, so crisscross they bring her to Jermaine Dupree and she gets signed to uh to So So Deaf, and um, now this is where it, it gets a little funky with the information to put in there. They're saying she's the first female. They're talking cis gender. They say the first female reality based rapper 
And what I know what they're saying right there because there was a, a a rap conference in Houston, Texas back then, which was actually also 1994, and they declared to call gangster rap reality rap. And the brat wasn't no gangster rapper; the brat was just hardcore. But you see, that's where um you throw a little patriarchy at things, and a woman just um verbally expressing herself the way she did with that aggression and that um that sharpness to the delivery that the way she would rhyme a very sharpness to the delivery you know the brat really hits you with the words really smacks each syllable up against the microphone and to men that's like whoa what the it doesn't even matter what she's saying she's being unruly you know and um <clears throat> And so when that when that hits their ears like that, they're just going to consider that gangsta. When really the brat shit ain't gangsta. The brat shit is more like cipher. You know, the brat, it's like a party rap with attitude. Come on. Ugh. Nakers. Nakers with attitude. NWA. All right. Um, <clears throat> shout out to MSDNC. And so that that's what they put in there. No, the brat's not a reality-based rapper, you know. And so, um, and the reason why she got the name to Brad also in here is because uh, she was a spoiled only child. All right. So debut album, Functified, um, which came after the Brat was actually featured on Chris Cross's The Bomb album with that fucking ill verse, higher pitch voice. She didn't really have control over her voice yet. That's common with rappers across the board. You go listen to a lot of rappers, older shit, and they're just screaming at the microphone or they're coming too low like sometimes i listen to snoop on nothing but a g thing and i'm like that one two three it's like he he he, he was putting a little too much bass in your voice trying to show the masculinity you know performed masculinity as they call it as i call it now um now so this uh functified album which um I had the cassette tape. That was one of those times I had a little change in my pocket. I was like, I'm going up to Kmart and getting that. We lived in Spanaway. You walk to Kmart and buy a tape. <laughs> and uh, and had some uh, some dope singles. Uh, Give It To You, the remix, is my favorite one. Of course, the Functified, remi- uh, Functified uh, single. And the um, For All Of Y'all. Fucking dope-ass dope ass tracks. Now then, the brat just kind of it's kind of kind of preceded what Lil Wayne did right now we mentioned this way back in old wine cellar days like on a cat back on like the three hour episodes on one of the casual riffs like yeah like the brat did it before Wayne where you just became like the illest feature artist ever like when a um when you when you're off school and you got your, your homework done up and whatnot and you plop down in front of that BET and uh you know these old days and the the songs are coming on whatever music video show is on and you see like a new remix for an already hit record and you see who it's featuring and one of the names is the brat you know the brat's probably gonna go last or close to anchor and is gonna fucking slaughterhouse it and uh because it's that sharp delivery that makes men declare her gangsta when go back over her lyrics. She's talking about smoking weed and partying and not taking shit from whack MCs on the mic. <laughs> That's what the brat's talking about. And it's dope. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So that album, it got to number one on rap singles and the um with the with the uh with those hot singles and 
at number six on the Billboard Hot 100. And then they're going on, and then the brats going on and um, dropping the uh, other f- uh, full length album, Another Tantrum, which uh, had records with uh, T Boz and whatnot. <clears throat> but when the brat starts getting featured, that's the super fun shit, right? Uh, on a remix of Mariah Carey's Always Be My Baby. Uh, and then just running through shit during the summer. Um, a uh, Mariah Carey's Honey as well, uh, with uh, the Ladies' Night with Lil Kim, Left Eye, and Angie Martinez, Missy Elliott, all them niggas was on that shit. But of course, who killed it? The Brat. I don't know anyone else's verse. <laughs> I I remember that Lil Kim was there, but what's who stands out? Brat. All right continues rocking out with missy elliott the brat and missy elliott are like a natural mashup you know and um i i don't know too much about it, but i could assume that like you know like um like queer kids and whatnot you know what i'm saying gay kids and whatnot they probably like the brat sort of um rocking the rocking the clothing that looked like they may have been brought out of the cis men's section of the store and then wearing the um you know the pretty simple you can do them right there in the middle of the video shoot braids right the brat has braids that we all had very fucking relatable right like we're like oh man i have my hair done like that <laughs> you know and it was the shit and i'm sure uh laws kid and with missy elliott you know and missy elliott was uh back then was the the fat kid well the la- lady of rage queen latifah you know what the- yeah it's not just lizzo folks you fucking misogynist ass niggas jesus christ but uh, back to the brat though, the brat doing remakes, uh, doing remixes across the board. We're gonna have all this stuff on uh, winecellarmedia.com. Now on this other part, so there's um, there's a comedian goes by the name of Sarah J, and Sarah J talks about um the brat in an interview, and uh Sarah, I don't know um Sarah J's uh pronouns and whatnot, but you know uh, you know queer folks, the queer homies. And um, and they, and they and in the interview they were like, uh, so what's a song you hate? And Sarah J was like, I hated "What You Like" by the Brat in 2000. Now this is a quote from Sarah J. As a person that grew up not understanding their sexuality, she was a thing that I could understand. I wasn't sure if I was gay or straight. She was a tomboy, and I was like, I get that that's what i thought i was at the time and she was a person i could truly relate to so she was the artist i attached myself to that's why i picked her as an artist to focus this whole thing around and um now the folks uh, interviewing um avc they said um but but you don't like the song sarah j says i hate the song and avc says why sarah j says because they made her uh, be someone she wasn't. If you watch the video, they made her wear a bikini. They made her rub up on Tyrese. Everything about it was awkward. Uh, Brat wore baggy jeans and rapped like guys. But I feel like she got a point, got to a point in her career where they were like, no one wants you to do that anymore. You have to be sexy. And instead of finding a way to just be her, she just assimilated. It was awkward. It was like the first time I slept with my boyfriend it was just weird there was no reason for it all right and up here on uh, winecellarmedia.com we have some uh some audio we can play it's uh, from an embedded uh, what's it called the instagram it's a video embedded from the instagram 
Brad, I know like you like probably get all types of weird ass requests. Hmm. What is the most interesting thing somebody ever asked you to do on a first date? Kurt Frost, Rashida's husband. Uh-huh. Before they were married, he when I first met him, he wrote his name and number on twenty one hundred dollar bills and begged me to call him. But he asked me to call him. So he pretty much oh. gave you two thousand dollars to call him. Yeah. What? And I wrote his name and number on the front of back of each one. Oh. Well, I got a Lincoln Navigator. I got quite a few things what? Though, from this from situation. Mm-hmm. From him? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. All on the first was, date? Uh, not the first date. Maybe throughout the course of a little while. Mm-hmm. So how fast did you call him? Uh, the next day. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Night? No, I didn't want to seem desperate, but I did call the next day. I'd have been in the Uber. I'm on the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, an from an imbe- audio from an embedded Instagram video. Well, yeah, so the brat is still out there. To my understanding, that's like reality show stuff that's going on. So I don't really know about that. But yeah, the brat is still active in her career. Now, um, also what we have here on WineCellarMedia.com, and we'll bring up more of this as we go into the socialized versions of these black women in hip hop history segments. But uh, the brat talks more about um, about people guessing her sexuality and how she uh, she says, fuck it, leave it blank. Let people wonder, you know. And um and the brat even hosted a like all women's like um you know like I I want to call it safe space like a lesbian safe space event up there in Canada at one point you know but uh the brat's like you know fuck it you know don't 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 fill in anything <laughs> right all right so um yeah we're gonna fucking um get that shit up and running for you this month in February and that is the brat and. The Functified album is one of my personal favorite fucking albums. It's literally a perfect album front to back. Nine tracks, blam, every track hits, every verse is rocking, every beat is dope. Yeah, the brat puts something classic into the world. Yeah, probably definitely one of the best, um, uh, you know, w- woman rappers, sis or trans. Anybody, I think Fox Giselle raps. All right, tangenting. I have to go to the factory, folks. It is uh, 4.47 a.m., and I need to get in motion and go do, like, work or whatever. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.